Welcome everybody to Millennium Live. My name is Connor Tui, and I'm very happy to start this episode of Millennium Live in 2022. We're diving into healthcare today, and we have a great partner with us. We have WellSky, and today we're going to be talking about WellSky's investment and growth in the payer space. Specifically, we'll be focusing on care coordination and the challenges that payers are facing in that space. And of course, how WellSky is helping solve those challenges. And today we have Andy Eiler, the president of Emerging Markets at WellSky. Thank you very much, Andy, for joining us today. You bet, Connor. It's good to join you. So just to kick things off, could you tell us a little bit about WellSky and the company itself? Certainly. Uh, broadly speaking, WellSky is what I would call a technology-enabled solutions company with a focus very specifically on acute discharge, post-acute, home, and the community settings of care. We uh, have a heavy emphasis, I would say, on home being the epicenter of care. Uh, going forward, we're going to talk a lot about that, I imagine, today. But largely, we help uh, healthcare organizations, everyone from providers to government organizations, to now increasingly payers, help them optimize their care and performance oversight. Over the years, WellSky has really been built on a firm foundation of technology at its core. We have the widest set of EMR platforms across the continuum that I mentioned before, the dimensions of care. And we're proud to call uh, as clients, roughly 1,100 hospitals, about 110,000 post-acute care providers, and over 10,000 home-based agencies uh, as clients. And, and as we'll get into, a growing uh, number of now payers as clients as well. And to that point, we've, we've recently sort of pivoted, and that's my role. I've, I've joined the company four months ago to lead payer and emerging markets uh, for WellSky, which is really about taking that firm and strong foundation of being the electronic medical record and the system of record from a technology perspective for providers and the analytics and care coordination uh, potential on top of that and bundling those into services and solutions to take now to risk-bearing entities like payers uh, to help them manage their post-acute care uh, costs and quality, as well as their home-based care uh, in general. That's great. Fantastic. Wow. Well, Sky is doing great things. So that's awesome. I want to know a little bit more about you. Can you share a little bit more about your background and how your background has shaped your thoughts on the healthcare industry? Sure. Uh, I've had a nice run. It's been uh, about 27 years and counting in healthcare. Uh, it's an industry that I am super passionate about. We'll, um, we'll you know, certainly stay in this industry uh, for throughout my career. I started very early in my career in the medical device area, very close to patient care, seeing uh, the results of uh, care directly with patients and the opportunity for innovation technology uh, to change lives uh, pretty dramatically. So I was pretty smitten with healthcare and the, and the potential for ongoing innovation in healthcare. I did pivot uh, at some point in that journey, I pivoted to technology and services as a focus area, and it specifically pivoted over to the financial side of the equation. So helping payers uh, work with their providers and their networks and their patients to improve the, the results that um, they were seeking. 
So I spent about 12 of those years at uh, an organization called United Health Group as part of Optum, where I was involved in the transition from Ingenix to what Optum has ultimately become uh, today. I, uh, I left about seven years ago from Optum to make a run in private equity as part of an organization called Evacor, which is a medical benefits management uh, organization. We sort of revolutionized how uh, the industry thought about medical benefits management, uh, sold that organization to Express Scripts, who subsequently sold to Cigna. So for the last two years, as part of Cigna and as part of the subsidiary Evernorth, uh, their evolving services arm, I led a post-acute and home-based business focused on serving the needs of payers. And I became a, a student of this space I became very enamored with potential of home being the epicenter of care going forward, but I also saw a lot of room for improvement on uh, how those services were being managed. Yeah. Well, first of all, I want to say congrats on a great career. It's uh, 27 years. It's, uh, no one it's not over it. yet. And it's not over yet. Uh, you have <laughs> still have a lot to, to go and to contribute. And which brings me to my next question. Uh, you had mentioned you recently joined WellSky, I think in September 2021. And so I really want to know now that I, I know you're the perfect person to be talking to in, in terms of this, uh, this space. So what's one of the things that made you most excited about this opportunity to join WellSky and maybe what you're looking forward to achieving during, during your time at WellSky? Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a tough question. There's so much um, to unpack there. But first, let me say, I, I've been aware of WellSky uh, for a number of years. I've been paying very, very close attention uh, for a variety of reasons. First, I have, uh, I've known Bill Miller, uh, CEO of WellSky, for a, a long time. Uh, Bill and I go way back. And Bill and I have stayed connected around the progress that WellSky was making, the advancements from a technology perspective. And of course, being in the space uh, on the payer side, it was very in tune to the potential uh, that I saw there. In fact, I actually uh, hired WellSky and was a client, an early client from an analytics perspective while at Cigna. So I had that experience as well. Interesting. Yeah, we, uh, and what I found in my conversations with Bill is really, we, we had this shared vision around the opportunity in the space and you know, when I was at a unique perspective, because I was working in a services business that was providing these services to, to payers and attempting to kind of work payer centricity out in, into the marketplace. And, and what I saw was a few challenges trying to run a business like that. Uh, number one, the opportunities, I and mean, we had plenty of access to capital. We had large operations that we could build. We had you know, processes around prior authorization, or we could construct networks, or we could manage claims on the back end, and do all those sort of payer-centric activities. You know, the, the one thing that um, we didn't have, which uh, as I worked to execute on, on a vision to be a better coordinator of care, is, is we did not have a technology DNA. Mm -hmm. And we did not have access to platforms that connected the parties together and shared intelligence to 
drive improved outcomes ultimately for patients versus managing aspects of care um, and, and sort of driving sort of compliance around utilization or other aspects of, of care. It was, it was not, not our fault. It was just the, the, the seat in which we sat and, and most payers sit is they have limited visibility to data, insights, technology, connectivity with providers. And what I saw with WellSky was the ability to take this wonderful asset and they'd already started the journey into the, into the payer space yeah. and to turn that asset you know, toward risk-bearing entities to allow them to be a part of the solution and not a, a part of the burden, candidly, of imposing sort of administrative burden on providers and, and so forth. And, and best efforts to attempt to control cost and quality, it's just very hard to do from a pay or out perspective without coordination with providers and, and patients uh, more directly. Yeah, well, that's, that's very interesting. And I, I really want to dive into those challenges now. And I think you touched upon it already. So, you know, historically, how has the lack of care coordination created challenges for both providers and patients? Yeah. How has it not? <laughs> um, I think, uh, listen, healthcare, and I'm not saying anything that anybody who's been in the healthcare system or has participated as a patient in it doesn't already know. It, it's incredibly fragmented. It's fragmented every step of the way. It's fragmented. You've got insurance companies over here and you've got providers over here. You not only have providers over here, but you have lots of providers that don't necessarily communicate with one another either. And then you have multiple sites of care, uh, facilities delivering care, uh, clinics, home-based care increasingly, which we're going to talk about. And so it's very hard from a, from a patient perspective to manage your own journey, let alone have providers participate in a more coordinated journey, and let alone have a payer who's trying to help uh, be in that process, contribute in some meaningful way to um, a better outcome along that journey. And so I think for, for that complexity, there, there, it creates lots of challenges and, and nowhere is that more pronounced than in the area of post-acute and home. You now have added dimensions of, again, facilities, skilled nursing facilities, acute care hospitals, home-based care, multiple aspects of home-based care. And now increasingly it's, it's coming to light that social determinants have a really important impact on an outcome for a patient. So how, how do you coordinate the, the, the community assets and, and the social needs into that equation? So I think there's a, there's a, whole, there are a whole lot of challenges in the complexity that I just walked through. If you think about the, the, those that are going through that process, for those that are now aging and those that are dealing with multiple chronic conditions, the, the, the complexity of those patients is staggering. And, and guess what? We're, this, as a society getting older, there are more of those individuals. And so this demand for um, care coordination and the, um, the requirements around just being better coordinators and connectors of care, is just, it's table stakes. It, it has to happen. 
has to happen at a pacing far exceeding what we've done historically. And the good news is now there are technology organizations like WellSky emerging that can play a really significant role in, uh, in helping with that. But I think without the ability to share data, care plans, um, refer seamlessly from one provider to another, the right provider for the right condition of, of that patient, managing the transitions from facilities to, to home, it's very challenging historically to manage all that, especially as you think about the longitudinal nature of the journey, also the holistic nature of the journey because of the now not only clinical, but non-clinical factors that you're starting to, to bring into the picture. So I, you can tell I'm pretty passionate about this, but the, the, the need for care coordination is not going away and, and the challenges are, are pretty significant. Yeah. And what else doesn't go away is that everyone ages and gets older. And so we, we have to address that, uh, you know, health is a big, it's a big part of our life and we're only dealing with it more as, as we do get older. So thanks for bringing that up. And I want, I want to jump to the health plans, the payer side, why should they be concerned with the challenges you just described? Well, um, a payers by definition are at risk for the financial uh, results and the outcomes of, of patients and the cost of that care. And if you look at, as a country, I saw a recent study uh, that indicated about $27 billion attributable directly to waste from lack of care coordination. So it's probably bigger, but $27 billion. Um, it's a big problem globally at, at a macro level. I think, as we alluded to before, the challenge just getting bigger aging of America, increasing complexity of patients. In the previous business that I ran, had some good exposure to the polychronic populations. And we saw that about 10% of the Medicare Advantage population represented about 50% of the total cost. And so that population growing, 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 the percentage you know, may stay 10%, but the numbers are growing every day. And so as a, as a country, as, as health plans, trying to manage costs and outcome, th this is really important, especially with Medicare Advantage being such a growth lever for so many health plans and very, very important for their growth strategies going forward. So I think that they need to think hard about having good partners that are helping them be really effective at this dimension of sort of post-acute to home and the coordinating of care and so forth. I would say the other dimension that, you know, should really, really be on everyone's mind is I'm a big fan of care in the home for sure. And I think we're just scratching the surface on the potential. I agree. But in addition to rising complexity of you know, the chronic populations, you're seeing a shift and, and, and it's starting to be, I, I think, seismic shift to higher and higher acuity levels of care being done in the home, meaning SNF at home models, skilled nursing facility at home models, hospital at home models, where the, the acuity of the patients is rising, thereby requiring even more coordination of all the care that would normally be done in a facility that's very well controlled now that has to be done in a, in a home setting that's not necessarily designed for that. So the coordination of that care 
in remote home settings is, is really, really important. Right. So you mentioned this, uh, you know, about the home setting and, and how we could help payers be better at care coordination. So how is WellSky, where does WellSky fit into all of this? And what is WellSky thinking about the future of care coordination? Yeah, uh, well, we're thinking about it a lot and we're, and we're acting on it um, pretty intentionally. So first of all, as I mentioned, WellSky, when we think about care coordination, we put the patient at the center for sure in everything that we do. And then we think about home as that epicenter of care. You know, we understand that um, access to and the sharing of real-time insights uh, about a patient logically can dramatically improve the ability to coordinate the care for that patient. <laughs> and so it's, it's, this is logic, right? But now technology-enabled solutions like WellSky is now bringing to uh, the marketplace uh, now allow providers for sure, we're doing that inside the EMRs every day, but now pivoting that to payers, giving them visibility, what care that a patient actually needs, um, where that care is best suited to be delivered, what type of facility, uh, or increasingly home, and which ones, which, pay, which providers are actually best suited for the condition, the actual condition and the presentation of the patient, which providers are actually the best match to, to treat that patient. We find that that dramatically Im improves outcomes if you do that simple sort of matchmaking. And then if that patient, oftentimes patients are falling through the cracks. And so did that patient actually receive the services that were intended? And oftentimes the answer is, is no. And so closing that loop and then ongoing in, in a way that we're monitoring patients in real time to ensure that if their status changes, we can get ahead of and help our clients get ahead of proactively managing them and keeping them, for example, from readmitting uh, back into, uh, into a hospital. Wow. I mean, it's, it just sounds like you guys are doing such a great job and being proactive in trying to find solutions uh, to care coordination. So, you know, I want to thank you, Andy. You've been so passionate about this and you've been well sky has been such a great partner with millennium so i have one more question for you and i think it's the best one yet uh <laughs> what uh what about the future of healthcare excites you the most uh you know you've talked a lot about you know in so many ways what well sky and the role they're they're playing and helping shape the future so i want to know what you think yeah, well, if it hasn't come through yet, um, I, I'm pretty excited about home. Uh, I'm excited for the industry. Uh, I'm excited about home being the epicenter of care. Certainly that has been, uh, we've seen great progress. It's been wind aided by COVID, you know, candidly, and care moving out for obvious reasons out of facilities into the, the comfort and convenience of the home. So, so I'm very uh, sort of passionate about that. And I think we're just scratching the surface of that, even though there's been a lot of really great progress. I think to improve ultimately the sort of efficiency and effectiveness of care in this space, I think going forward, both payers and providers 
need to be a part of something that is also sort of a related concept. And, and that is high performance, value-based relationships. And we, we see at WellSky the ability to connect providers and payers and bring them together around these value-based relationships in this space that we're talking about. But this requires, requires connectivity in a, in a way that it has, is not naturally occurring in our natural habitats, right? Uh, payers over here and providers over here. I yeah. think organizations like WellSky and others can, can help sort of bridge that, but it requires a few things. I think uh, a technology platform that connects uh, the parties, uh, providing unparalleled sort of transparency as we look into the future, that everyone's operating on the same, you know, singing from the same sheet of music. Everybody is using the same data. They're exposed to the same insights. There's transparency around what protocols are evidence-based and what should be done for this patient. There's great coordination that's happening because it's connected. And I think for ultimately both payers and providers to be successful in the future in this area, which again, still a little bit of the wild west, they need access to, again, the same data, analytics, and interoperable solutions to pull that off. And you know, I think I'm biased, but I look at the assets of WellSky and I think about our EMR-based connected national networks that we've constructed, our care coordination, our real-time analytics, and our now growing list of payers and providers. I think we're just in this really interesting spot where we can be a real catalyst for that change um, and to bring these value-based solutions that, that really get at a world that is more coordinated than fragmented. Well, that's fantastic. And uh, I think it's so exciting to hear all the things that WellSky is doing to bring care coordination uh, to the forefront and to bring patients to the home and bring healthcare to the home and how WellSky is solving these problems. It is, uh, it is a pleasure to hear that from you. And I'm excited to, to see where the journey goes. Me so. too. Uh. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you very much, Andy. It's a pleasure to have you on, on, the, uh, on the Millennium Live podcast. And we hope to have you guys again. And you can tell us all the updates about right. WellSky and what you, what, uh, all the great things you're doing. So thank you. Well, thank you for having me. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to Millennium Live to listen and learn on life and leadership.